He did it. He did it. Aaron Judge hit number 62, and he is number seven all time in single season home run history. They made such a hoopla about it. I was up in New York on Saturday and they were booing the shit out of Orioles pitchers. They hit him his first fucking at bat, man. And, and everyone is, is up in arms. Number seven, all time in single season history. Can you believe it? Seven. Yep. That lucky number. Everybody remembers seven. Remember when Lance Armstrong, uh, won the tour de France. He won it seven times. Remember all those guys who finished, Seventh. That's right. Yeah. All those uh, Englishmen and Frenchmen and uh, yeah. countries from all yeah. over. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to remember. Uh, remember the remember the World Cup last last time? Uh, and who, who, who came in seventh in that one? God, shit. I, do they have seventh place games? <laughs> I was like, I don't think that that's a valid analogy, but that's fair. Okay. okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> no. I did, look, he, he's from New York. I get it. Roger Maris hit 61. I get it. Uh, look, I'm starting to think we've gotten so far away from the Bond steroid scandal that just nobody cares until you're hitting 72. Nobody cares. Well, that, that's, cares. That, that's the big debate. You know, do, do you, do you hold him in a high esteem because he did it quote unquote clean or is he still number seven behind Bonds, McGuire, Sosa, McGuire, Sosa and Sosa? Yeah. Well, okay. If you okay, so if you break it down by just name recognition, what is he number four? Yeah. So, so did it three times. McGuire did it twice. Bonds did it once. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, remember that guy who finished uh, fourth at the Daytona? <laughs> sure was a Ricky. Nobody, was a Ricky Rod. <laughs> nobody cares about fourth. <clears throat> Look, it's a it's a huge achievement. Okay, especially sure. if you did it clean. Yes, but. Because Major League Baseball didn't scrub the books immediately following that congressional hearing where Raphael Palmero, one of my favorite Orioles of all time, until he wagged his bony Latino finger in the face of Congress, it just it ruined everything. If they went and scrubbed the books right after that, then fine. This would be a magnificent achievement. But right now, it's a fourth best achievement at best. And statistically, it's the seventh best achievement in that category. So, sorry, Aaron Judge. I wish I could hold you high upon my shoulders, but I just can't get juiced up like Mark <laughs> McGuire and Barry Bonds. <laughs> they were, they, I tell you, when they hit him, because like, we, Sarah and I went up Saturday morning, uh, met up with Adam, our legal, legal counsel, took the subway over. Uh, it was a half hour delay, so like 135 first pitch. And he, he let, he, he was hitting leadoff. I, I, I I guess he's the best hitter. Fuck it. They want to hit him lead off. And yeah, he got plunked first, uh, first at bat on the elbow. Whew. Damn. I thought, I thought a beer was going to come my way. I thought I was going to get hit. <laughs> kind of covering over my Oriole hat. Dude, when we went up for that second to last game, remember mm. they plunked Jeter and, and we instantly just like knee jerk, just, I don't know. It's in our DNA to start cheering when Derek Jeter gets fucking plunked. <laughs> and it was like, yeah. And then I'm, some Yankees fan, God bless them right next to us. is like, Hey, and we're like, Oh yeah, you're right. We're in your home <laughs> and we do apologize. Um, we will simmer down and sit down. Thank you. Alan knows this. I was going to say like, we could have said, Hey, it doesn't, this doesn't tame you when you're down in Baltimore. You motherfuckers yeah. get more juice stuff. Yeah, yeah, fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Well, which you is know what? The, the fucking my take towards this whole thing. 
you know, we don't really got to go in depth. Fuck, fuck the Yankees. Fuck Aaron Judge. I hope only bad things happen to them and only them for the rest of their lives. Uh, you know, that's that's it. That's in a nutshell. Fuck. Them. I I have a weird way of not holding the pinstripes against a player who's never worn another uniform. So I don't hold Aaron Judge's Yankeedom against him because he's never played for another team. Nah, I uh, I liken this to like. Like if we had a buddy and he was just and he married his the girl he lost his virginity to, you got no life experience. Fuck you. You don't even it's a charmed ass life being a Yankee. Fuck off. Like okay, fuck. all right. What if the first chick you lay is like high end Victoria's Secret model? Do you, do you, I mean, what if you you know sometimes? I mean, what if the, what if that high end fucking Victoria's Secret coochie band? And you don't know. You don't know. You just hear, yeah, it's great. It's in a great package, but it's fucking terrible. You know what I mean? I, but not it, always. Yeah, that's Sometimes you're ruined. It, it could be. He could figure out if he watched porn, you know? Just lay, lay there like a dead fish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a model. <laughs> yeah. <That's> a... <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, sometimes people luck out, uh, you know, with the first thing they have. Like, uh, imagine... Your first meal was at a like a three star Michelin restaurant, and then you got it. Then what? what you're supposed to go try McDonald's? Why? Yeah, yeah. Because because look, as good as that delicious fucking Coco Van that you ate at the three star fucking restaurant was, god damn it, if that double cheese and fucking hot French fries at three a.m. ain't equally as delicious. You're not wrong. Contextually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe this was a bad analogy because you're, like, you're talking about Giselle Boonchin versus like a crack whore on like Fifth Street. You but know? If, but if that crack whore used to have it a, out. If that, that crack whore could turn back the clock, you know? It's like, yeah. That crack whore, whore fucking sucked chrome off a trailer hitch. And Giselle probably, <laughs> Giselle ain't been on a knee in fucking years. That's right. You know what I mean? A knee, a, a Giselle knee hasn't touched the earth in ages. Yeah. She may have, you know, in some weird show of respect, Tebowed once, you know, did like this. Yeah. And yeah. was like, ha look at me. Yeah. Take a photos. This is for charity. But that while yeah. making while making fun of Tom Brady, mm-hmm. like it's in the divorce proceedings already. Yeah. <sighs> I wonder if that's all true. I don't know. It sounds like a ruse. I'm not falling know. for it. I'm not falling for it yet. What would be the benefit of a ruse of a divorce? publicity they don't need any like i know but i know but it's publicity man (laughs) i mean i don't blame her in a way like you know okay tommy she's been raising these kids tommy's playing football like nine months a year i mean he's barely there's barely been any time off in the last what 22 years of his life they've been together like 15 or something And, and and it's like, okay, fine, I'll hang it up. I'm going to come home now. I'll take the kids to ballet practice tomorrow. They're like, ah, never mind. I'm going to go back and uh, slang the pigskin a little bit more. It's like, fuck you, man. I've been waiting around. You told me you were done. And now you're not. Wishy-washy. I don't know. I get it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, and she's worth more than him. So like, It's wild. She doesn't need this motherfucker. She doesn't need his fucking TB12 system. Nobody's mm-hmm. on it except him. Like, he, he's not even profiting. Like, it's just a thing that he slapped a label. He was like, look, this is how I live. Boom, TB12. Yeah. Nobody cares. 
Fucking Joe was just, I was like, you know what? I'm done. She probably got I'm sick like, of calling him that. He was like, she was like I might take a knee. I'm gonna go find some. I'm gonna go find somebody to make me take a couple knees. All right, it ain't Tom fucking Brady anymore. <laughs> uh-huh. Dude, that's wild. It is wild that she's worth more than him. Like, look is what it he's though? done. It, it is because the okay. I'm th- just I'm basing it on effort, right? Like the effort that Tom Brady has to put forth to earn his millions of dollars versus the effort she has to put forth. Hey, Amen. Life ain't fair. I mean, you just said she fucking like raised kids by herself while making more money than the man whose kids she fought or sired. So, yeah, but I mean, the raising of the kids isn't the thing making her the money. It's the you know the the peacock walk down a. Well, yeah, but, but my point is, is like this bitch been staying home taking care of kids, not not making more money. She's like that. She's not even actually working and worth more money than this fucking guy. Hmm. Is she, if you're we, saying if she, we start to draw this back, Tom Brady's a fucking deadbeat. I'm she, saying it. She hasn't he's done. He's a deadbeat husband. You're he saying, might be a deadbeat father. I don't know. You're saying <laughs> she's done no modeling uh, in the well, last yeah, couple of years. It, but, like, it, it fucking, it's marginal. Okay. She's, yeah. done a, she's walked a couple catwalks. She's fucking, you know, ate a couple diuretics an hour before fucking showtime. Like... That's it. I'm thinking the, the catwalking days are over. Other models walk the catwalk, and at the end, all the models go out, and her and some dude in some flamboyant suit walk arm in arm, and everyone cheers for him. Like, great show, amazing production, fabulous clothing, wonderful models. Look at Giselle and whoever the hell that is. Wonderful. Yeah. Bravo, bravo. That's that's all she like, does. Look at Giselle and <laughs> the short-haired African lady that we found. She's beautiful. Look at her. She's like she's carved out of chocolate, and like that's it. That's that. It's like an hour of that and lingerie, and she's worth like four hundred million dollars. Yeah. Does she have her own? I mean, is there like a a Giselle perfume, clothing, handbag, belt, shoes, skin, healthcare products, deodorant? Sure. She's worth two fifty. She's worth four hundred. Damn. That's almost double. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's wild. It, it it is. It's it's it, it is insane. But I I do want to get back to the Aaron Judge thing if we can. Um, Wes, where do you where do you put it? Like, how does no. it stand with you? What's what's the historical significance in your mind? I mean, uh, any time if that he's one of eight players who have well, excuse me one of well excuse me one of nine seasons of or eight seasons of people to hit. Nine seasons of people to hit sixty or plus home runs. So I mean, I think that's you know that that's incredible. It's a feat of its own. It's an American League record. I don't really care about the steroid stuff anymore. All that stuff is bullshit tarnished. It doesn't matter. Baseball was a game of stats. They did nothing to stop people from doing steroids. There are no rules against it. I don't have any hangups about the men who did steroids to you know enhance their careers. So what? Fuck it. He's number seven. It's a great season though. It's, ph- it's phenomenal. I mean, I'm a okay. fan of the asterisk personally. I think we you should could do that. Sure. I'm, I feel like we should have just done it, and now we don't even got to talk about it. Yeah. You throw stats, ESPN throws stats up, and there's fucking six asterisks, and then Aaron Judge. That's it. Okay. And that's fine. Like we can still be. He's, he's still yeah. seventh. <clears throat> I think like the MLB didn't strike him from the records. Like it is what it is. We just got asterisks next to all them seventies. Here's and, a. Here's a, an interesting stat, though. A lot of people don't realize this. A couple of years after Ruth hit 60, Jimmy Fox hit 58. 
And the old rule was <clears throat> when they had a rain delay game or rain that got cut short, uh, and they, it, um, you know, they actually had to make it up. They wouldn't like a, a seven inning game didn't didn't suffice. They had to make it up at the end, and that those stats didn't count. And he hit two home mm. runs in those games, so you'd mm. hit sixty two, not sixty as well, not sixty number sixty two, sixty comma T. Gotcha. Yeah, I I just I think and I just the steroid era. If we want to put an asterisk next to it or whatever, I think in twenty years from now we're gonna look back at that era. And be like, wow, that elevated players to perfect their bodies and their swings. And somebody's gonna somebody's gonna break Bond's record eventually. All these records, the records will fall eventually, but it's gonna take that much longer. And when they do it, it's gonna be that much more satisfying to know that a natural player beat the steroid era guy finally after mm-hmm. all these decades, a generation later. And it'll be amazing. And that's the feat that we're going to get on our feet and just yeah. celebrate the shit out of. And, you know, Aaron Judge, good job. Well done. It's, give you a golf clap. It's going to have it's going to have to be a perfect storm of not only someone who's zoned in for for that particular season, who's you know locked the fuck in, but the teammates. Because I mean, Judge, it took him a while to get to sixty two. Uh, simply because people weren't pitching to him, people were just weren't fucking throwing him anything in the strike zone. So I mean, because they were like, "Have you seen Anthony Rizzo hit a ball this year?" <laughs> yeah, we'll just pitch to that fucking guy. Like, <laughs> you take first, we'll get your fucking your, your slack jaw we'll fucking follow up guy. Yeah, we'll get your buddy. It's got fucking chicken parmesan's falling out of his pocket. Get up here, buddy. <laughs> fucking get up here, Rizzo. Yeah, why don't you pop, why don't you pop this one in the center field for us? Why don't you go make some prank phone calls like your cousin Frank? <laughs> Yeah. Now I don't care. I I always attribute it to because there were no rules against steroid. There was no, <clears throat> no back then. There was no, you know, uh, there there was no laws against it or laws rules with the major league baseball. That's like a teacher coming in and be like, all right, I'm going to administer the test, okay, and I'm going to leave. All right. Now there's no cheating, or well, uh, there's no rules against cheating, but just know if you cheat, it's bad. But I won't know if you cheated. Teacher walks out. Everyone fucking cheats. I was like, hell yeah, I'm getting yeah. an A. Come on. That's ridiculous. It's MLB's fault. Agreed. Agreed. Mm. So the other thing I wanted to hit on, because <clears throat> this will tie in a little bit, is did you guys do you guys have any opinion about about Lizzo playing uh who who the hell is it? Uh Signet signee of the Declaration James of Independence. Madison, James Madison. I James think. Madison's flute. I didn't even first of all, I didn't even know he had a sacred flute that he used to serenade. <laughs> His, Give it to that. His 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 I don't know wife. His, his, yeah, no, I had no idea. Are you making a skin flute joke? Well, I, I'm sure he played that flute a little more than his sacred fucking little tootaloo flute. Uh, so she <laughs> she played it, and then wants to play it again. And this has raised a big hoorah amongst uh, amongst a certain constituents of people in this country. Yeah, white people. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying there's there's no minorities. I, I doubt. I, I mean, probably. Okay. I mean, there's a couple. There's there's a few like you probably there's probably some racist Cubans in like Miami. They're like, yeah, that that Negro shouldn't be touching the white man's <laughs> crystal flute. But uh, yeah, for the most part, it's white people. Okay. Okay. I, no, well, here's the thing. I, okay, what what? Okay, so besides that, so is it actually made of crystal or is it actually like a metal flute? What is the what's the What's the deal with the flute? Yeah, I think it is made of crystal. Um, wow. I don't really know much about it. I'm assuming... I, look, 
I I don't know how one gets a crystal flute. I don't know if one commissioned one. I don't know even if the to how the technology even existed in the 1800s. Uh, but it seems gaudy, and it seems like somebody should play it because it seems cool. Yeah, like I want. I don't care who plays it. Honestly, I just somebody should play it. What's her what What's her significance for wanting to do it? Bridging gaps between you know race relations and things uh, like that. Or I don't there... know how. I don't even know how it came to be initially. I mean, I know that she is like a trained concert flautist. Okay, like the bitch is like a really really yeah. good flautist, and I get to say flautist a bunch. So. I know. I was waiting to use uh, it myself, and you got there yeah. first. Yeah, this is the thing. So, like, if, yeah. If if Aaron Judge was like, "Hey, I want to use Roger Maris's bat to break his record," I mean, ship that motherfucker out, out of out of the Baseball Hall of Fame and let yeah. him use that big, way too yeah. heavy piece of lumber. And let let it. that <laughs> giant behemoth turn it into dust right in front of your face as he hits one out of the fucking park and just like yeah, I'm natural cool. thing. Yeah, you know, there's only a handful of things that are you know sacred in this world: the Declaration of Independence, Lenin's body. The brawl that Dolly Parton wears every now and then. I don't even know if she asked for it. Like, I'm reading this article. I think, like, the Library of Congress was like, hey, you're a famous classically trained flautist. Do you want to fucking play this thing? And she was like, yeah. Fuck yeah. I okay. guess. Yeah. Why the fuck not? So if the, his- <laughs> okay. if the historical society is recommending it, then th- there's no gripes, you know? Yeah. Here, Here's my gut. Here, And maybe this is where some of the reaction is coming from, because my initial reaction considering that she's been in the news a lot for some like quote unquote depending on where you stand scandalous reasons like showing her ass for this reason or that reason mm-hmm. i'm like oh she's just trying to like grate people's nerves by grabbing you know this old white man's flute and i'm going to go play it but knowing that she's a classically trained flautist instruments like this are meant to be played by the best right. and so yes she has full right as a musician and someone who's classically trained to go play this thing. If it sounds better, especially if it sounds better, like the Stradivarius violins, like they get passed down by, like you're not even allowed to try to buy it unless you've got the chops. Like if I, if I was Elon Musk and I was like, I'd like to um, uh, buy a Stradivarius. Uh, why? Oh, just to have it. No, we'll only sell it to you if you're capable of playing it at a high level. Right. So if you're capable of playing the instrument at a high level, then yes. Right. You may ask to play it, or if you're offered it, then I think it's disingenuous or it's almost an insult to turn down the opportunity. You got it. You end up having to pull like uh, what's his face from American Pie Two. It's like my name's Petey. I have really big balls. Yeah, like there's but, this like there's this quote. She goes, "So this is from the early 1800s. This was a gift to James Madison from a French crystal flute designer because those existed uh, to celebrate his second term." There was a fire, obviously, in the White House. And the only two things that were saved were a portrait of George Washington and this crystal flute. She's wow. the first person to ever play it, apparently. It wasn't ever played. Uh, and the Library of Congress was like, yeah, take this. Yeah, I'm surprised. And then she, she played a thing that a classically trained flautist could play and also twerked and fucking white rage it was it was hot hot cross buns of course filled filled <laughs> filled the world it was hot cross buns this is a classically yes this is the classic uh that uh. I, I think what they should do is they should get uh classically trained musicians such as lizzo and have a whole you know louis armstrong's trumpet uh, you know, some 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 famous per- if they still, I doubt that they have you know like classical, uh, you know, 
uh, pianos from from you know Beethoven or Mozart's era, but surely someone famous from like the 1800s, you know, get a drum, yeah, some yeah, sort of percussion, yeah. and have a whole like Muppets band just up there, just fucking do 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 do. That'd be great, actually. Yeah. Okay. Of, I love these fucking quotes. Go ahead. Did she really twerk while she was playing it? Uh, I think she did because why the fuck wouldn't you to just infuriate the well, fuck? Okay. The whites? At that point, okay. Don't say infuriate the whites, okay? Because the playing of the flute. Right, sorry, then... the infuriate the rights. Then how about that? Does that work? No. Okay. How about yes. infuriate okay. like people who still have a a sense of decorum, like when it comes to like I don't know, like a respectful <laughs> way of of, she, of she, she, to the to fucking play the flute. Then. She didn't. She didn't <laughs> twerk. <laughs> she didn't twerk when she played the flute. These, these, okay, these then, then I have no problem. Then, then, then here you go. Here comes the line. If that's the case, is if she twerked while playing this instrument, then yes, I would be upset that she would then be playing this instrument, consequentially while twerking. However, if she goes up in a very you know uh, modest dress and like this is we're here for the music, not for the 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 burlesque show that I'm going to put on for you, then I have no problem with a flautist fluting it up. No, she definitely twerked. Uh, and yeah, who cares? I do. I don't care. <laughs> well, that's because you're white. It's not <laughs> because I'm white. No, it's cause... Yeah, it is because you got no valid reason. Hold on, hold on. We're getting to the bottom of this. She she did not fucking twerk. She okay. played a. Yes, she fucking did. Uh, what, during while playing the flute. Uh, apparently, Lizzo breathing music into that ancient flute summoned a legion of trolls, furious that she had desecrated the sacred instrument by daring to shake her rear. For some reason, the simple, and this is hyperbole from Forbes, obviously, the simple act of twerking is a move guaranteed to boil the blood of right-wing culture warriors. There's one. It's their kryptonite, a dance which, which, a dance move which practically requires a trigger warning in advance, lest they burst a blood vessel in blinding rage. That's facts. There's a, okay, there's a place. You see how, like, red he got when he was like, twerking? Like, that was the, that was the straw. I don't, I don't know if I did this. Okay, can we all agree that there's a time and a place for like certain activities to occur? I guess. And so, if you're in this situation where you're playing a piece of classical music, you're doing you're you're performing this this amazing talent that very few have the ability to perform. It should be available to everyone. I don't want like children watching somebody. Uh, you know, somehow jostle their butt cheeks while doing this. You know, the, the, I don't know. I, 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 you make me feel crazy when I get ac- aggravated about these kinds of events. And this is something. It, it was just. It's an. It's an inappropriate thing to do, whilst being granted the opportunity to perform with something that very few or no, actually zero people in history have ever had the opportunity to utilize. No, like, is it? Yeah, like it, it, always, it always comes back to like, oh, I don't want to want the children to watch ass shaking. But it's true. But it does. Watch, that 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 that, that has a little something to do with it. You watch the cowboy cheerleaders ass shake <laughs> or you'll watch fucking literally anyone else do it. Like it doesn't it's fucking nonsensical. These are all just reaches. It's like, oh, like there's fucking these quotes. Jenna Ellis, former campaign lawyer for Donald Trump, desecration, a desecration purposefully of America's history. I'm not going to that. Off I'm cracker. not thinking. 
Like, get I'm not making that reach. I'm um, not making that uh, reach. Everyone's favorite right-wing influencer, Matt Walsh, a form of racial retribution, according to the woke left. Oh. I certainly, I mean, okay. I, <clears throat> someone down in the middle, I, 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 I did not know she did this. And I do think it's a bit inappropriate. Don't give the bitch a fucking crystal flute at may, one of her own concerts. Like That, that may have been the wrong decision. That yeah, may, that I, yeah whoever's the, decision that was is probably the one at fault, <laughs> not the entertainer performing in front of a sold out show of her fans. Yeah. Like Well, there's there's pictures of her actually in the library though. She so I see it like she's she's in the Library of Congress, and then I see other pictures of her, you know, on stage with the, the whole decorum and garb and things like that. And and so uh, it's, I don't want to play videos of it of it right now. Did she, I, I don't think she twerked at the Library of Congress. It looks like she twerked on stage in front of her fans. I mean, again, a bit off putting. I'm not sitting there like, you know, they should have rushed the stage and grabbed that damn thing out of her hands and smashed it in front of her. Said, no, no one can play it. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, there's a place and a time for twerking. I don't think playing James Madison's flute on stage is it but maybe that was the wrong decision maybe it's not her her fault so people that were like yeah let's let's do but that again i'll take that if it, if it was at her show then then fine but if it's in the library of congress not yeah, fine yeah. so i no, don't actually didn't do it there this was yeah. at, like on stage at her show so so she so she played it twice that just to clear the air yes and then she's in yeah i guess yeah because apparently this all came about because she visited. I guess they invited her to visit the the library's flute collection, the largest in the world, of about seventeen hundred instruments. Mm. A whole bunch of skin flutes in there too. Yeah, got and then I guarantee you, some fucking jack wagon in there was like, "I bet you know it'd be fucking great. You know, it'll stir. You know, it'll get us a lot of press. Give her fucking old James Madison's crystal flute. She'll play the fuck out of that bitch, shaking them cheeks and fucking." <laughs> The world will fucking light a blaze, goddammit. <laughs> I can't, I can't. And look, we're talking about the Library of Congress and Lizzo and James Madison. Hashtag all of those motherfuckers. I gotta tell you, like, I, I did not personally know that Madison had a crystal flute that was no, a, you know, a piece of American Why? history. I don't know. There's there's, there's musicians and there's uh, historians that do. Well, I think it's actually nice that it was a crystal flute, like... I feel like a lot of times we go back and we're like, hey, man, did you see did you see fucking Grover Cleveland's fucking slave cane? He just used just femurs of fucking ex-slave. You know, it's always some weird fucking artifact. So I was like, Crystal Flute, that's that's solid, actually. <laughs> that's we're OK. I think that's OK. <laughs> Jesus. What, what makes the cane slave cane? When you make it out of slave femurs. Mm. Oh, gotcha. Understood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's always like that's what I mean is like these like old like when you get to the founding fathers artifacts like you see these George Washington's wooden teeth. Oh, you mean a slave's teeth? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting artifact. Yeah. So this one is, is fucking innocuous for all, you know, for as for artifacts sake. Yeah, it's made by a French person, not a slave made by a French person. Yeah, mm. not a slave. Yeah, he he whittled it out of a solid piece of quartz. Yeah, while while held hostage in the Bastille. <laughs> and, and you know what, you know what he did with it the entire time, or he or he or she was making it. <laughs> no, it wasn't, it, it, it wasn't she at the time. Come on, <laughs> just that the whole time. All <laughs> uh, righty, well, moving on to something sacred. In this week's friend or foe, we figure out whether or not AI in place of an old cast member, classic cast member. 
is worthy of this week's friend or foe. <laughs> so y'all got me bothered up, hot and bothered. I was watching Lizzo twerk. Mm. <laughs> Your friend or foe intro is our patented... You've patented the worst intro of yeah. any bit of yeah. all time. Thank you, Wes. Let me try to fumble my way into this week's friend or foe. So, if, if you were unaware, James Earl Jones is in his early 90s at this point and recently was the voice, once again, of the Dark Lord himself, Darth Vader, and the, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series on Disney+. Plus. Now, obviously, somebody in their 90s, it's actually uh, a, a phenomenal feat that he was able to actually voice the character and sound still like the character that he voiced back in the 1970s. So James Earl Jones, obviously getting a little tired, a little withered, and has finally hung up the helmet as Darth Vader. But Disney does not want to replace the actor and his voice. They would like to utilize all of the recordings that he's done up to this point in 40 years and use artificial intelligence to now voice Darth Vader using the vocal cords of James Earl Jones moving forward. So... Friend or foe, should, friend, they move on and say, okay, you had a great run, old man. It's an acting position. It's an acting gig. Thank you for your service. It's time to hand the reins over to someone else and keep it a natural speaking voice. Or foe, no. James Earl Jones is Darth Vader, was Darth Vader, and will always be Darth Vader. We have the technology. Let's continue to utilize that man's voice so that he can live on in, like, almost in an immortal form. Wes, we'll start with you. I think they should get a white guy, and he should twerk while he's doing James Earl Jones' voice. I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, the, the weird thing to me about this is that you, okay, there's voice actors all over. Not necessarily even people who are cut out for the big screen or in front of the camera. Um, I find it odd that... <clears throat> Not just here in the United States, but, uh, you know, you watch actors and actresses do uh, American accents, people from Australia, England, uh, even even German actors to a certain extent. After that, it gets a little, you know, depending upon how good or how talented they are. Uh, it fi I find it odd that they can't find someone who just can't nail the James Earl Jones voice. You know, obviously, it's got to be a man, uh, but eh, I guess it could be you know, someone from the LGBTQ community. I don't know person they you uh, open that fucking door well with someone who can who can nail that voice i find it weird but i'm gonna say friend if you have the technology i'm a-okay with it uh i wish they hadn't said anything i'm kind of foe that they, they brought it up i just would have been fine even if james earl jones died i'd have been like hey how who are they gonna get to do his voice and like don't worry we got a plan don't you worry there wesley you just keep watching you keep spending money you know what my favorite part of friend or foe is? Is that you guys have no idea which one's friend or which one's foe. So you would like... No, you're I'm, okay I'm, with I'm, using... I'm friend of the AI technology. Correct. Which means you're foe. Thank you. Alan. Yeah. You're right. We never know which fucking way exactly. the actual answer is. because, And I, I think I'm going to blame it on Wes's intros that throw us into a fucking a, a tizzy. Uh, but either way... <laughs> Uh, I both hate, I both friend and foe this, maybe. I don't know. Again, I don't know which one's which, but as like a nerd, I'm like, oh, you could, you can't, you can't change it. 
But then, like, there's got to be some fucking, there's some fucking, like, 13-year-old fucking kid who can pull this voice out of his asshole. Like, just randomly. You know what I mean? Like, I refuse to believe, like, we've had, like, four different Elmos, right? Like, come on. They all sound exactly the fucking same. We can find, like, we've had, like, 17 Kermits, right? I I think. I guarantee you right now, there's a group of people right now as we're speaking that someone's like, hey, man, do your James Earl Jones voice. And that person does it and everyone cracks up for five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And then that person (laughs) says Spell Atlantic, the heart of communication. And then fucking everybody's like, oh, (laughs) that shit's fire. Like, uh, because it is. Uh, So, yeah, I like I think somebody should have a chance. But I don't hate the voice AI thing. I also am, I think, a little bit wary because I came from, I had this work, this is a sidebar, but I had this work thing on Tuesday and it was all about tech and like the office and workspace. And a couple of very important people in commercial real estate were like, we'll basically be in the matrix in 10 years. So and I was like, wow. oh, and you guys are saying that very nonchalantly. <laughs> uh, so, so <laughs> weird. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, fuck it. Maybe we'll just be in the matrix and it won't matter. I'm torn on this one as well. Now mm-hmm. the friend was no you, your friend to finding a new actor, foe to keeping James Earl Jones as like the infinite voice. The AI, the AI voice is foe. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I, if it was a different character, I think I would be more apt to go for a new actor and just see what they can bring to the character. But I think the character is so established, and the fact that Darth Vader himself was once a man that became a machine, it's almost poetic hmm. that the man that started out as the guy who wasn't even supposed to be the voice actor, was supposed to be Orson Welles, but he was too expensive, and they then uh, uh, Lucas decided that he was too recognizable also as a voice. So it's like, let's find somebody on the cheap, cheap, who also has a commanding voice for the role. And it just so happened that he heard James Earl Jones doing a reading at a poetry seminar and said, that's my guy right there. And so he basically paid him scale. We got one of the most influential characters in the history of film. And I think it's, again, fitting that the man becomes the machine. And they've got so much tape of him doing video games, doing all the Star Wars movies, doing the series stuff now. Um, and the technology is so advanced, this will advance it even further because they haven't even utilized it yet. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, all they have to do now is just plug it and play it. So I, in a way, I think I'm going to just have to go, I'm foe. It's, it's the ultimate foe. It's the ultimate evil. And we, we roll with James Earl for the rest of the days. I also I also find it find it humorous now that it, it's cheaper just to go the AI route than it is to pay a human being who likely they could probably find someone who could do the voice. <laughs> that is literally what these guys are talking about. It's fucking insane, bro. They were like, you're just going to be there. Hook, plug a fucking ethernet tube, a cable up your pooper and you're fucking <laughs> put us in, put us in fucking tanks. Like we're just, that's it. That's how we're going to work now. Like that better be cat- talk that- about meta metaverse offices and shit. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Well, I also just read, and I didn't read the whole story, but Bruce Willis apparently turned him like signed over his like, like, his rights to some company. So like if they make movies and they want Bruce Willis and they can do the CGI and they have all of his voice work, they can basically just say like, Oh, we want Bruce Willis for that movie. Well, Bruce Willis is a kind of an invalid now and he can't act. It's like, that's all right. He signed his shit away to us. Yeah. So we'll just, yes. 
We'll just put them on screen. We'll make him. We'll do it for him. When will Gary Busey do that? I mean, that's got yeah. that's got to happen. America's dead. <laughs> Gary Busey's been a cyborg for thirty years. <laughs> you, think that, you think those teeth are organic, bud? It's fucking manufactured in a, in a factory. <laughs> Well, folks, let us know your opinion, friend or foe. Who the hell knows what, what either side of the fence are about, uh, you know, your opinion on whether or not they should use CGI or AI technology for James Earl Jones' voice. He's 91, by the way. Uh, he's had an incredible run, if you ask me. You know, uh, Field of Dreams. Uh, was it The Sandlot? <laughs> to name a few. <laughs> always always going to be Darth Vader. <laughs> That's, that's, that's an awful few. <laughs> He's obviously been in a lot, a lot more than that. Uh, <laughs> hey, folks, this week in Class Holes history, this takes place around the early October time frame of 2020. Two years ago, exactly. Uh, we did a bit, one of my favorite bits, maybe that year of all time, actually. Uh, man charted his sex request over the course of about five to five and a half weeks. He, you know, laid out an Excel spreadsheet, uh, dated and... Uh, offered his wife sex as, Hey, I would like to have sex, uh, gave a yes or no check or X. And then a reason why, uh, only, only two yeses throughout the month. I'm not going to spoil it for you. If you hadn't heard it before, take a listen or watch. If you're watching from the YouTube video, uh, man charts, his sex request this week in class holes history. Let me get this back up. Yeah. So he did a, uh, he did a, what looks to be, I don't know, uh, five and a half weeks of asking his wife for sex not every day but it looks to be i mean six three six four six 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 nine six ten six eleven six twelve six thirteen and then he had so his date sex question mark yes or no and the excuse and this is the god this is good like six three no i'm watching the show friends rerun six four no i'm sweaty feel gross need a shower didn't shower until the next morning Six six no nonverbal. Six nine no I'm exhausted. Six ten yes. Six eleven no I'm still a bit tender from yesterday. A bit tender. There you go. All right, well, that's good. That's almost a compliment. That's worth not doing it. She she knew that she wasn't tender. She was like, ha, huh, I got this built in every time. <laughs> oh, a, little, a little tender. I don't like the no nonverbals. Why not? Because I need to know more context, like what made it a nonverbal no? Like, I mean, was it just like a? So I think it was just like a and and just a flat out nope or, or a, just eh. ignoring you, yeah, right. Just, just or or you know, it could have been like I mentioned earlier, the side poke, and the side poke is non-responsive. Who knows? All right, yes. let's go on here. Uh, six thirteen. <laughs> I'm trying to watch a movie. Fell asleep fifteen minutes later. Six sixteen. No, I'm too drunk. I ate too much. Six eighteen. Uh, I won't have time to get shower and ready for dinner. Uh, we were twenty minutes early. Six nineteen. No, I just came back from the gym. I feel gross. Didn't shower until the next morning. Six twenty. No, nonverbal. Six twenty one. No, I have to get up early. Six twenty two. No, nonverbal. Uh, then I like the fact that after so many no's, he waited five days. Six twenty seven. Got a yes. Six twenty nine. No, you're too drunk. See that—that's the thing is I'm never too drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's so right. That, that's a hundred percent. That's just... I'm, I'm never too drunk. In fact, the more drunk you have me, probably the better, a better result for you it'll be. <laughs> <laughs> not, 
My senses are dulled in all forms. Um, yeah. uh, Where were we? You're too drunk. Uh, 629. 6.30, no, I feel gross. 7.1, we're into uh, July. Uh, I'm not feeling good. I ate too much. 7.3, uh, I'm sweaty and gross and I'm tired. Then the old man tried it on 7.4, 4th of July, Star Spangled Banner. Could have gotten fireworks over, over all, all the goddamn covers and blankets and everywhere. We got a no nonverbal. God damn it. Maybe they were just both too drunk. Seven five, I might be getting sick. Seven six, I still don't feel a hundred percent. Seven ten, I need a shower, I feel gross. Seven eleven, I'm too tired. Damn. Yeah, man. I, I also don't like the um the I need a shower, I feel gross. It, it's really up to me whether yeah. you need a shower or you are gross. Right. If I'm if I'm not concerned, then you certainly shouldn't be. I kind of feel like that's a gateway for all right. Let me get in the shower. Mm. Yeah, but that's never been fun. It always looks <laughs> yeah. fun on like TV and in movies, but it, it's not. It's yeah, not, it's Por- not a real thing. That is one area that porn is has greatly fucking exacerbated. Many. You know? well, yeah, but what like one in very particular shower sex isn't cool. No, it's yeah. it's like getting, not unless it's like you got getting... a big ass shower with like a seat in it or something. You know, but we're not millionaires. I guess, but you know, the whole thing with the shower is like, um, it's like, okay, you know, like how fish have like that natural slime, <laughs> and you don't want to, and you don't want to get you rub that slime betcha. off. <laughs> and, <laughs> the shower gets rid of that natural, uh, the natural coating that you want to uh, preserve for that period of time, and say, so, yeah, yeah, this, this, yeah, no. Nah. All right. Uh, I don't know if you guys had watched that bit again. Uh, I always like the, the, the after the first yes, the next day she said, no, I'm still a bit tender. <laughs> still, <laughs> that's, still- the, that's the biggest pat on the back you can get. That's like, you know what? I'm not even going to jerk off today. I'm just going to live with that memory. Yeah. As a- <laughs> still a bit tender from the day before. And then, the, of course, the one like, um, no, I feel gross. And then uh, and then she wouldn't shower. Went to bed, hadn't you? No, I came back from the gym. I'm gross. I don't feel like shit. I don't. I, 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 I'm gross. And I think Murray, you had said, uh, "Well, it should be up to me whether or not you feel gross." I'm the guy, and yeah. I consistently still feel that way. There's, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I can remember. I, I've been in a situation where, like, we're in bed, and it's like ah, I haven't brushed my teeth, and I'm like, ah, I don't care. I'm gross. Then we you don't see that. Th- then we don't kiss. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> literally be eating food while we're done. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Fucking care. What you talk about? <laughs> Came back from the gym. Let me get, let me get a whisk. No, we're good. <laughs> we're fine. Let me Let's take, go. Let's get it. I, I think once you draw all the blood away from my head into my penis, I don't have any taste buds anymore. Yeah, that's, so that's hard. Fine. Yeah. yeah. I've been eating Science. Oreos for the last 15 minutes. Preparing <laughs> for this. I just, I just ate a whole can of beans. It's going to get weird in here. <laughs> oh, don't worry, girl. Aruga. Oh. All righty. Well, uh, I think it's about that time, folks, for OMG Fun Facts. Fun Fact Friday. Five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday. Brought to you, of course, by our friends over at the Shen Splints Recovery Group. And apparently... Um, Apparently, the Shin Splints Recovery Group isn't as bullshit as I, I once thought it was. Well, Wes, would you like to tell the tale of the uh, Shin so, Splints Recovery Group? First of all, I'm not one of the. Uh, I think <clears throat> I don't even know how many followers they have. There, it's it's four digits. 
I think it's I think I think they eclipsed the 5000K mark or something like that. Uh, and someone from across the pond in England ran more than 5K, ran actually a marathon, uh, attributed the Shin Splints Recovery Group and the uh, the inspiration and all the good words to uh, to get him across the finish line. Alan, you said and you you are a member uh, you you follow it. You're not a member of the. Of, yeah, uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> loose follower. And the guy said he ran like a couple hundred meters and then walked. Ran a couple hundred meters and walked and took a picture uh, over the finish line with a medal that they give to everyone who runs the marathon <laughs> in his mouth. Posted it on the shin splints recovery group. Thanked everyone. Said you know, dreams can come true, even with shin splints. Yeah. He's like, Don't let your weak ass shins hold you back. Basically, mm. he was like, what you do is you get you some fucking orthotics and you get out there and you walk a few miles and then run a few miles and then walk a few miles again and then run. And then, you know, finish a couple hours after everyone that ran the marathon, but finish. Oh, yeah. They they definitely had to send scramble two people out to the finish line <laughs> to hold up what they thought was like <clears throat> the end of the, the, the ribbon cutting. Like, oh, shit. Someone's walking down. It was here. just like fucking two teenagers sitting on the ground. They're like, "Oh shit, he's coming!" And then they just stood up. and yeah. held the fucking ribbon taut. And this yeah. was the this was the London Marathon. Took place October second. Yeah, 2nd, yeah that was like kind of a fucking big deal. <sighs> Christ. Well, congratulations. Fuck your name is. Congratulations, guy. Who cares? He's some guy. He didn't run the marathon. Look, I always say I run a mile. You know what I do every day when I run my mile on the treadmill? I walk. For 30 seconds at eh, four and a half miles an hour. And then I quote unquote run for 30 seconds. And yes, I can do under 10 minutes, but that ain't running a mile. And just like that guy didn't run a marathon. So I, I stand corrected. The Shin Splints Recovery Group, still a bullshit organization on Facebook. If you got any pain below the knee and above the ankle? What, Wesley? After that mile, do you deny your wife sex because you feel gross? Never. <laughs> she should ask for a whiff. Make sure you're good. That's where I, that's where I burn the rest of my calories, my friends. My mantra. <laughs> that, that, that's the, quick, that... quick. it's. It, look, it's it's. You know, my my wife after a potentially sweaty day and like milk near the expiration. Good old smell test. Good. You'll find out real quick. Is that is that a place I want to be? Do I want that on my cereal? Maybe. <laughs> Better be cocoa puffs. It's not chunky. <laughs> All right, give give us that first fact. Feed us. All right, no singing this week. Straight to the teat of some O M G facts. Here we go. Did you know the month in which the most murders happens is August? Hmm. I wasn't gonna. I wouldn't think that. No. Any theories then? No. I mean, well, Any, no, because you. Summer? You could have, you could have given me uh, six cracks at that, and I probably wouldn't have gotten to August. Jesus, I mean, what, think about it. I, August? I don't I, know. That seems unassuming. No, I never. I wouldn't have guessed August, but now that I know it's August, I think I have a pretty scientifically accurate reason as to why. But Alan, I think it's end of summer, like end of summer, because like you can see trends. Like there are trends in the cities. Like obviously, in, in most major cities, crime spikes in warm weather. Not in cold weather because cold mm. weather crime's not fun. It's fucking cold outside. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, I think end of summer. Yeah, just uh, you know, back back to school. 
maybe uh, maybe like a, a couple last minute <laughs> or, last or not <laughs> or, yeah or, or exactly like a couple la- uh, late summer vacations like yeah you, you know you, you think, take a couple kids to disneyland somebody might get murdered in the everglades you never know <laughs> you're thinking very american on this i mean it's end of oh, summer yeah, for true. us you know uh australians and, and this is worldwide and, is this international it's just augusts all over the world i, I think just, the omg fun fun facts didn't give me <laughs> oh you were adding context to this that doesn't exist got yeah. it yeah, no, I, but I, I still think Alan's because uh, look in other the other parts of the world that you're speaking of where it's winter in August, they don't keep statistics. They're not called murders. They're just called Tuck Tuck didn't come home last night. Yes, <laughs> Tuck Tuck. <laughs> Dude, there's no Tuck Tucks in fucking Sydney, but go to, fine. <laughs> but yeah, but Australia is like fairly warm year round. It's very te- fairly temperate year round. But no, I believe I believe in the the first world countries. First, because they're the only ones that count. I think Alan's right. It's summertime. Uh, even at night, it's like what minimum of like seventy-five degrees. You know, the the weather is pretty good. There's there's not a lot of rain in August. That's why you usually have your droughts in August. So people are just you know your creeps are roaming the streets, and the people that are trying to have fun are roaming the streets, getting those last throws before like the full fledged force of the work life kicks back in after uh, Labor Day. So yeah, I think that makes perfect sense yeah I, I i don't have any theories i guess that that okay, i mean alan were you thinking of it more of a psychologically like this is the end of summer and i'm pissed off uh well no it's like just an amalgam of like reasons right so like it's the end of summer and like get it in now yeah like like exactly <laughs> you've got like just think about end of summer like think about the last couple of months for us we were like oh yeah summer it's great. And then it started to get like folly and the sun started to come get go down earlier and we were like, man, this yeah. is wet. but you, you know, like- and now we're like we just had fall, like false fall just happened uh a cut like this past week. Yeah. Like we were like, Oh, I'm not going outside. Like I didn't go outside like all fucking weekend. Who am I murdering if I'm stuck in my house? Like, you know what I mean? I'm not digging out my sweatshirts. Mm -mm. Things yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to get blood on my fucking my gear. Like, it's fucking, I like it. It's cold outside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think it's just like a, a group of reasons in that, like, that month and that time period. We're like, yeah, fuck it. You're really stressed out if you got, if you got children's taking them back to school and stuff. I'm telling you, I think that's so, that's a part of it. Uh, murdering your children. Fair enough. Well, no, murdering spouses probably <laughs> okay. over, the, over the stress of children is probably more like it. Not there's so much murdering children. Gotcha. I wasn't going that dark. Fucking bull. <laughs> <laughs> find another book bag fuck this yes <laughs> you know what christine i've had enough <laughs> i don't know what size shoes he wears ah yeah I I kid couldn't find a fucking jansport <laughs> he has shin splints he fell down the steps i don't know <laughs> did you know the word planet comes from the greek word for wanderer because the planets move while the stars remain still. Mm. Nope. I did not know that. Mm-mm. No idea. I don't speak Greek. Or Latin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just mean, love that they... <clears throat> didn't they, didn't they kill yeah. Copernicus? Sorry, didn't they kill, like, Copernicus? Uh, was it Copernicus or Galileo? Or all of them? It was pretty much all. G- Galileo, they yeah. just put in jail for a while. <clears throat> Okay. They well, were all like steps along the way. Like one of them was like the sun's in the center. 
And but like Bam. centuries before these guys made like outlandish claims, like the ancients are like they pretty much had it down. Like they figured it out. Like we just hadn't found all their clay tablets yet because we weren't looking for them because we didn't give a shit. And then now you come to find out, like, yeah, the Greeks had it down. They knew what was up. I'm telling you. Civilization before civilization. Oh, yeah. No, I was watching a very interesting article, or well, a very interesting documentary about, like, uh, the fucking, like, looting of knowledge by just generally Europeans uh, throughout, like, ancient times when they moved across fucking the world. And I was like, yeah. Like, there's probably a lot of, like, at, uh, the the great conspiracy theory about, like, the Library of Alexandria in Egypt. They were like, it's got all the fucking world's knowledge. And we were, and they were like, those browns can't have all that knowledge. Get that the fuck out of there. <laughs> get, 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 that the, get that the fuck out of there, guys. It, and fuck, the, boom, gone. If there's any flutes, yeah. get them out as well. Take get them the- fucking out. <laughs> yeah. I'm, sensing, I'm sensing a lot of rage from you today. Did, like, did a white man cut you off in traffic? Like, what the oh, fuck, no. man? No. Look, you guys are easy to hate, Fred. I watched the document. The documentary made me fucking shut. Like, it made it. I didn't. I, I, was I know. Like, Touche. I get it. I get it. A no, lot what? of docu. A lot of documentaries made in this current era are really. I think eight. it wasn't even that recent. Like, it was fairly old. Was it like, narrate? Like, was look, look, the people who are educated understand that white people were bad. <laughs> for a long period of time. Here's, okay, I'm not not that I'm like standing here like I'm gonna I'm gonna stick up for white people. I mean, you are, okay. but that's fine. Was it yeah. a James Earl Jones documentary? I think I've seen that one. <laughs> no, I don't think it was, but I'll, I'll I'll find it for you. Everyone in history, all races, colors, and creeds, did bad shit to each other. Yeah, and I'm not gonna sit here and be like we were the best. Yeah, Genghis Khan <laughs> wasn't some fucking you know some some teetotaler. Yeah, he, he like he changed the carbon footprint of the planet for the better, by the way, by murdering like a quarter of all the population that lived on Earth at the time. He he sired like I think there's some like astronomical number, like 23 percent of people in that region have his DNA because he just banged every chick he came across after conquering them. Yeah, this, guy, this, guy, this guy this guy was Peter North before Peter North was Peter North. I think you mean he raped many natives. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's exactly... I, I don't know that it went exactly... <clears throat> this is my point. Do you see how the white person phrased that whole concept versus me having to come in and be like, I believe that this is how it happened, not the way that you just framed it. I'm just trying not to get us flagged for using the R word because that's something that does right. happen. Graped. He, he graped a lot of natives. All you right? mean fist in the rear? He, he, gave, he gave them grapes. Okay. The point, I, guess my, the, I guess my point is I had nothing to do with any of the, um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, 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 the that's why I'm like, I'm not mad at you. No, I, I know. Just, but you have to be willing to be like, "Yep, we were bad." Sure, it's okay, Abs- it's absolutely. Okay. White yeah. people did bad things. However, I would also argue, and I hate to do this from as a white person. I wish I could change my, my tone right now, but I can't. That we are able to draw these conclusions because of the society that they created, even out of their own savagery. So yeah, there's but a you think, like again. Society existed before white people. You know what I said? Like, so that, like, again, back to this documentary, it was really about like antiquities around the world at museums. 
and sure. And so like, like they they interviewed this like tribal elder from Benin, which was well the like kingdom of Benin, which was in Nigeria, and fucking apparently they they had a big palace, and fucking in like the eighteen fucking eighties, the English went down there and were like, check it out. We want all of this, and sure. we have guns and stuff, so we're gonna take it, and we're gonna burn this temple down, and we're gonna chop off these bronze plates that are on your temple, and come to find out, those bronze plates were like a historical fucking recollection of ancient the ancient kingdom of Benin, and this guy was like, you basically just ripped pages out of our history book, and now you leave them in a museum where the Nigerian people can't fucking view them. Sure. Like, you know, so it's like shit like that. It's like, uh, okay. I would say this as a unifying point. I would say that the elite have been hiding the knowledge from the subservient well, yeah. for eons. And the white people are just really good at hiding shit. And they probably twerked <laughs> while they cut them down. Or like they were really good them. at stealing shit. And then they come back and like nowadays, I think the, the more egregious thing is like, we have that that knowledge and like people from the kingdom of benin have been like can we can we get those and they're like oh no yeah no the english people wouldn't be able to see them at our museum if we give them back to you what like that's you understand that right and they're like yeah but it's ours and they're like well come look you can come over here and look at them we'll give you (laughs) we'll, we'll give you some tickets because a lot of Nigerians can get to fucking the the museum of the history, like museum of history in London. Well, by the way, no, the, uh, this documentary it wasn't James Earl Jones; it was Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, um, cl- classic mix-up. Yes. Yep. <laughs> classic. <laughs> Did you know? Every year, the Earth becomes about twelve tons heavier because of meteorites landing. 12 tons. You know, it's, <clears throat> I didn't know that, but it's not a shocker because about once every three to four months, you hit us up with the Earth's moving three centimeters off axis, Hawaii's moving, Japan's moving, <laughs> craters are being created. It, 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 you know, Did you not know that like the continents were moving? No, now? I do. I know, like, continent, I, I do, yeah. but it just, it, it doesn't, it, I'm not flabbergasted. I'm not like totally like, holy, holy shit anymore. Murr hits us up with these fun facts. And so, it, and and they and it all of all and it all not all of them excuse me every now and then it involves some sort of wild you know crazy shit like this twelve yeah. tons worth of that you know and these are I'm, I'm assuming these for the most part are either small pebbles microscopic yeah. things like that yeah, I wonder well, if any poor bastard just gets plugged by something that's like a pellet sized well nobody has I have a story that few people believe your brother God bless him he believes me. I was driving home one night. I was on Dr. Jack Road. And I look up in the sky. And I see this giant green flaming ball just fucking hurtling through the atmosphere. I'm like, holy shit. I wonder if anybody saw that. I'm driving. About 30 seconds later, it was like somebody took a handful of pea gravel and threw it across the hood of my car. I slammed on the brakes. I rolled the window down. I got out. I was like, I'll fuck you up. Don't fucking rock my goddamn car. Heard nothing. And I'm like, holy shit. I wonder if that was debris from that giant green flaming ball of rock that I just saw over my head 30 seconds ago. Maybe. I got hit by a meteorite. 
Mm. Is this That's around? Cool. Is this around the same spot where you hit that deer and got out of the car, and then you were gonna go beat the deer up, and the deer come? <laughs> oh shit! About a mile away. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty close. Wild shit happens on this road, Murr. Crazy road, Doctor Jack. <laughs> Couldn't have told people where I fucking live. God, fuck. You know, yeah. My, my bigger question is, the Earth's flat, so like. Why don't they just blow through the sheet of Earth? Good point. You get what I mean? Like, yeah. Hmm. Hey, hmm. bad earthers. We or got a, got a question for you. If too much meteorite dust collects on one side of the plate, does the plate tip over? Or if too much meteorite dust falls in the center, does will it suck the continents in Ooh. as it weighs down the center? Like if you held a sheet of paper and like put a weight in the middle of it? Yeah, they never addressed whether it's elastic or has like elasticity yeah. properties like that. Yeah. Yeah. We should start a course and we'll call it flat earth science. <laughs> like earth science, <laughs> but it only revolves around the flat we could earth. Probably, we could probably teach this at a community college or something. Yes, <laughs> as an elective. Jeez. Yes. Yeah. I think we're, we're, we're very, very uh, patting, patting ourselves in the back about – I don't think a community college uh, a dean or academic advisor is going to go for this, but hey. I, we've discussed this. I took social science and belief in the paranormal at UMBC, a, good, a very well-accredited right. institution of higher right. learning. Listen. I'm sure I could sneak in some QAnon nonsense into a fucking CCBC curriculum. Okay. Whitewater Community College in Arkansas. We can do it. Okay. Okay. Well, I, and also, by the way, we did get about two or three people on a specific TikTok video that I posted, Flat Earthers, that to, where Murray, you had said, I just want to debate some, one of them. And they said, I'll get on. I'll jump on and debate you guys. So there's All that. All right. Well, we have to compile like questions like this. Yeah. That, that's a fascinating set of factoids that you, uh, you unearthed there, Alan. Yeah. Like, where yeah, did... I mean, that's a, valid, that's a valid question, I think, right? Like, or... Let's dial it back even more. Staying in the same vein, though, if the Earth is flat, like this is this is tricky because they got to believe in dinosaurs and shit, which is mm. maybe up in the air. Uh, so, like, did the meteor that is big enough to extinct the dinosaurs, if you believe that theory, right? Why didn't that fucking thing blow right? Why isn't there a giant hole in the middle yeah. of of I, of Earth plate? I was gonna say, where does oil come from? Bam. Yeah. Listen. There, is there is space? one thing that I've known and that I have recognized with conspiracy theorists. And <clears throat> here's the deal. You're going to have to understand this when you ask these types of questions because they don't necessarily – No, they, they don't – well, that too. They don't necessarily need to create an alternative, completely constructed theory to, to think or know that they've been lied to. You know what I mean? I don't need to create the – now – in a sane person, rational person's mind, you say, well, construct the alternative. Make me believe that this one is better than what I currently believe. Well, and I don't need to do that in order to believe that I'm that someone's fibbing to me. Which well, is I true. know I would make the greatest flat earth uh, scientist because um, my answer to that would be, well, because flat earth science is such a is in its infancy. We haven't had time to create the theories that uh, explain the phenomenon that you're speaking to. Yeah. Let me get back to you. This is a new science. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's still more to discover. Yeah, Oil's so fake. 
There's so much to learn. Oil's fake. Well, like, well, and like, let's keep going. Fucking the the hole that the dinosaur meteor blew in that. You mean to tell me American Airlines hasn't monetized that as a fast air travel unit? <laughs> I have seen some some good ones with uh, some any flat Earth questions about uh, about airline travel, like getting from from uh, Santiago to uh, like yeah. other places. Where like, okay, if it, if it was a flat Earth, this would take. 15 hours but from here to here it's you know yeah. half that because of because the access yeah. like what, what if like california's on the edge of the meteor hole and maryland's on the other side what if i just go down the meteor hole and yeah round, I, I think it's around earth i think it's like pac-man when you go through the right you come out the left oh uh, yeah, yeah 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 well, that makes sense <laughs> yeah when the when the japanese have had to fly across like Asia, Europe, the Atlantic, yes. over the U.S. They would have to, to fly over the U.S. to get to Hawaii. Yeah, the, yeah. the bombing of Pearl Harbor would have required like 15 fucking fuel pump-ups from, from the, the original N, uh, Nintendo N64 game, which was really hard. Here's, Not N64, here's, here's, Nintendo, sorry. Here's a, here's a conspiracy for you. Japanese Air Force actually refueled in the United States before bombing the United States. <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. Flat Earth. If they that, either way, they would have needed a lot of coffee. Because did you know, before people drank coffee, they had been chewing on its beans for four hundred years. Don't, don't some uh, aren't there places that still do that? There's still like a, like the the the, the chew. Yeah. Isn't there something like? Yeah. Like, what, what were they chewing on in Captain? Was it uh, that Tom Hanks movie? Uh yeah, it's uh, well. The, the, uh, there's some kind of leaf i it's not necessarily related to the the, the chocolate plant the cocoa plant or cocoa plant or whatever mm -hmm. and, and there's also it there's some sort of yeah it's just it's a stimulant there's a bunch of different leaves that are stimulants and actually like the the cocoa plant you can chew its leaves and it's like it's like drinking a cup of coffee it's right. not like you don't get wired like cocaine or anything mm. it's just when you pour gasoline on it and wait for it to dry and then stomp on it and then grind it and then Mix it with baking soda and fentanyl that you get it to the U.S. and it makes you all hopped up and crazy. But <laughs> then you put it in children's Halloween candy because that's the natural thing to do with drugs. Enjoy your Kit Kat. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's yeah. this free fucking drugs, child. Remember when times were more innocent and you just got a razor blade? Jesus. <laughs> the candied apple. Yeah. And finally, did you know, since space is a vacuum, the laser beams in Star Wars would not be visible, nor would you be able to hear the explosions? Ooh, I did know that because my physics teacher in high school told me that. And that guy never or lied. He, I was going to say, or he just lied to you because <laughs> he wasn't aware of flat Earth science. <laughs> now, I I'd kind of, uh, I, th I think... But Dewey had mentioned that to uh, to me when we were in middle school watching Return of the Jedi. And I think we'd gotten into a bait because I said, this is the greatest Star Wars movie of all time. He was like, you're a fucking moron. It's Empire Strikes Back. And I was like, don't you call me a moron or else I slap you with this half-eaten piece of beef jerky that still has about a foot left on it. And then we started lightsaber dueling and, and kicking and all this <laughs> other stuff. And then <clears throat> something got blown up. He's like, you know, you wouldn't be able to hear that. Now, that's how <laughs> that's a rather dramatic 
reincarnation of how it went. It was probably a lot more dull. But yeah, I did know that. You wouldn't be able to hear the explosions because there's uh, spaces in a vacuum. The sound doesn't carry like that, right? There's no oxygen yes. to, there's no O2 to create the vibrations. Boom. Well done, sir. I was getting ready to bring up the vibration, but yes, you got there first. So yeah, mm. but look, if the but if the spaceship itself is pressurized, would you be able to hear the? I feel like you would be able to at least inside of the craft, you would hear the the commotion of what's happening to your craft. At least, like if you got hit, you would hear the jangle, the bow jangle of what's going on for, for a hot minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You definitely hear the pew pew like from the distance and like down a hallway. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the fights took place on planets themselves. So, yes, the stuff in space wouldn't have been accurate, but the stuff on the ground would have been accurate. So, fuck that fact. It's not fun. Man, there's, and that's th your fun fact Friday. That Those movies are no fun without the. Agree. You know, when the Death Star blows up and then the, then the flutes. <laughs> that are played by Lizzo <laughs> and fucking slave canes and fucking <laughs> meteor holes and in flat earth. That's right. Ewoks are twerking. Like, look well, at, Ewoks look are fucking twerking, twer twerking, <laughs> banging themselves with glass flutes. <laughs> Crazy. This is fucking absolute mayhem. George Lucas. Amazing. And this, is, and this is why they made a planet that blows up planets. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Hey, uh, real quick, before you go, uh, rounded it out with some more uh, some more sports here. DK Metcalf, star wide receiver for the Seattle Seahawks, had to get the uh, the tow truck or the, the cart. Now, for the most part, uh, the cart is called in for someone who has a catastrophic injury. Uh, they call in the ambulance if they think you have a spinal cord injury. Uh, but if you have, you know, blown out an Achilles, an ACL, uh, broken leg, something a little more catastrophic. In Mr. Metcalf's case, Mr. Metcalf's case, uh, is just simply because he had to poop. And quote, the clinch and walk wouldn't have made it. Your thoughts on getting the cart? That way, Mr. Metcalf didn't poop. I do have a question about this, but your thoughts on uh, the urgency of the situation? I mean, sometimes you got poop. Like, it's weird to me because, like, look, we've played all played sports, right? Like the human body, when you start being active and shit like that, typically shuts down all your bodily functions so that you don't have to shit like mid route run. Uh, but yeah, you know, every now and then you have a fucking, you have a slippery Taco Bell quesadilla that just fucking <laughs> ain't making it past the third quarter of the fucking game. And you got to go back to the locker room and untape and fucking get everything down Squirt one out and come back out to fucking put up a hundo with a couple touchdowns. <laughs> Let me tell you, I've been out running my route, if you will. <laughs> and and I, I and it happens every Christmas because we start coming in earlier. we got to run shit early in the morning and the body just hasn't transitioned to this new schedule yet. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, I am pushing my feet the floorboard of that rickety ass vehicle that I have to drive like trying to force my bowels to hold what it is in my body in my body where I start flop sweating I've never felt a body go cold like I felt mine go cold in a mid-December morning and if I had somebody that could just let me just not concentrate on physical activity and get me to a facility that I could un unleash hell God 
If that was at my disposal, absolutely I'm taking that opportunity. You've got a multi-million dollar person standing on a field and they got to poop. If this was Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos or Mark Zuckerberg or Bill Gates or any of the elitists that exist in the world and they were like, carry me to my throne, we wouldn't blink twice. But the fact that it's a professional athlete on a field on a Sunday, some reason makes it weird. Nope, not weird at all. Homeboy had to shit. He was going to have to fucking think about this. You're in front of like 50,000 people and you're going to do the pigeon toe walk for how many yards, how many thousands of feet just to get to a locker room toilet when you got a golf cart standing by. You're taking the golf cart. I have no problem with what he did and the team owes it to him. He's an asset. Was like, and some of those fucking walks, like, it's not like you go into the tunnel and there's a fucking bathroom door. Like when you get to the bottom, you got to walk down and like around a corner and fucking through a giant locker. Nah, mm-mm. well, that's what drive my ass to this bathroom. That's what I was going to ask. I mean, if, if the if the clinch and walk wasn't going to work for him, how the hell is this thing navigating the inner workings of the field in Seattle to right up to the fucking bathroom stall? I mean, up well, to the locker room, probably. But here's the way I'm looking at it. Okay. If, 50 yards, that's the minimum, and that's just to get to the end zone. Yeah. And then you got, what, another – how how wide's the field? That's like another 50 yards, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's 100 yards. Then you got the walkway, which obviously can fit a golf cart because they drive through the catacombs, that thing with in, in that vehicle all the time. So that's another 50 yards. So you're talking about 150 yards minimum just to get to where the cart can't go anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the cart, man. Yeah. I think, and and Alan, you had brought up like a quesadilla. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen DK Metcalf shirtless. I don't think he even smells quesadillas. I think this poop is straight fucking protein powder and and shake and steak. And and I think it's a very delicate diet. You say that, but I don't know, man. He's a young, he's a young, strapping young man. You know what I mean? You're right. It's probably a lot of protein, a lot of just fucking... Broccoli and fucking boiled chicken, but it's also probably like a late night ten piece wing and all the douce he drank at the club. Like that shit will squirt out of you quick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, doesn't matter. You can hold. Yeah, go ahead. You can you can hold solids back. I have a feeling this this wasn't solid. Oh. I have a feeling. Yeah, this this was like I need to go turn the faucet on, boys. Get me on that cart. And then I can utilize, because you, okay, because again, as much as I've had to poop and maybe I know that I've got 10 minutes to get to a bathroom, I've been able to hold it in, but that's solid. If it was liquid, done. You need all of your bodily presence to be able to hold that in. So you got to ride it out. Gotcha. Well, we're going to ride this one out. A few minutes left on the show. Alan, tell the kiddos and the kid that's where you can find us. Uh, you can check us out on the internets. Uh, you can find us at all your favorite social media platforms. We're at MDL Class Holes on Instagram and Twitter. We're the Middle Class Holes on Facebook and TikTok uh, and YouTube. I don't know why I don't say YouTube. We're the Middle Class Holes on yeah. YouTube. Too. Check us out there. Long form content. That's I correct. They, I believe they call it. Anyway, and for your listening pleasure, check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and email us, you fucking animals. I'm getting sick of this shit. I want somebody to fucking send me something at tickleourtummies at gmail.com. 
And real quick before we go, uh, we want to send a rest in peace to wrestling great Antonio Inoki a little bit before our time, and also the fact that uh, he wrestled most of his career over in uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. But hey, listen, I-, I watched him a little bit in the early late eighties, early nineties. But if you're curious, head out to anywhere on Daily Motion YouTube. He ends up fighting this uh, former strongman from I think he was from Belarus or. Uh, Switzerland, somewhere, somewhere like uh, Middle Europe there. Uh, but he, he, his name is Great Antonio. Total asshole. No selling everything Inoki does. And then about four or five minutes into the match, and no selling means he's not being, uh, he's, he's, he's not acting like he's hurt by anything the other wrestler is doing. About halfway through the match, Inoki says, fuck this, and legitimately just starts busting this dude's ass. Punches, kicks, bloody face all over the place. The referee finally is like, holy shit. This ain't getting any better. Better call it. Ding, 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 ding. Gets up. This guy's fucking face is just battered. Check it out. Great Antonio versus Antonio Inoki breaking kayfabe. And uh, that just shows how badass uh, Antonio Inoki was. Rest in peace, wrestling great. Folks, appreciate it. Have a good one. Check us out next week. Uh, We're preparing for Halloween. Don't know what we're going to do, but uh, we're certainly not going to lay skip cats. Okay. Or maybe we will. I don't know. Have a good one. Federal people.